good evening, everyone, and welcome back to Kingdom Come, our second series of teachings with me, Jess Priest, and Pastor Fergus Buchan from MMI London. Thank you all so much for joining and tuning in with us tonight. So last week's episode was from the book of Psalms, chapter 135, verses 15 to 18, and it was all about idols, where it says the idols of the nations are silver and gold. And tonight's message is from the book of Isaiah, chapter 5, verse 20, and it relates to the importance of the seven woes and for the times that we're living in. So without further ado, over to you, Pastor Vegas. Well, thank you, Jess. It's, it's wonderful to be together tonight again. I greet you all in the precious name of the Lord Jesus Christ, and I pray that uh, you're all in good spirit and encouraged and are ready to listen to this message which I'm going to share with you, and Jess and I will discuss it and talk about it. It's a very relevant um, scripture, as Jess just expounded on. It's, it's from the book of Isaiah, obviously. I love the book of Isaiah. It's called the Second Bible, Jess, as a matter of interest. It's chapter 5, and I'm only going to talk about verse 20. Now, this Jess already mentioned it's the seven woes that Isaiah talks about in chapter 5. And Jess and listeners, you know very well, the Bible is the most up-to-date book in the world. And what Isaiah is talking about right now is happening right now in our lives, personal lives, in the countries we're living in, and what's going on in the churches. So I'm going to get into that in a, in a minute. I'm just going to open in a word of prayer with Jess and you dear saints out there, and then we're going to crack into it. So, Father God, I just thank you for tonight. I thank you for everybody that's tuned in, that's listening to this broadcast. May they be encouraged, challenged, exhorted, and Lord, may they receive this word as it comes from the Holy Spirit and the word of God. In Jesus' name, we ask this. Amen. 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 <clears throat> All right, well, let's, let's kick off, uh, Jess, uh, right off by reading the word of God. And this is the verse that I, that I got. It's verse 20. So guys, go to Isaiah chapter 5 and verse 20. It says this. Woe to those who call evil good and good evil, who put darkness for light and light for darkness, who put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. Okay, so Isaiah Bear in mind, Isaiah was doing his prophetic ministry, especially about the Lord Jesus, Jess, 700 years before Jesus was born. So mm -hmm. this was written before that. So let's say, for take a figure, I'm not great on figures, but let's say this was written 800 years ago. Now, you're going to say, well, what does he mean, woe to those who call evil good and good evil? Well, look at the world today. Just open your newspaper. Just open um, uh, your, 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 your news channels. So, so what are we talking about, Jess? I'm talking about this. When people do not carefully observe the distinction between good and evil, destruction soon follows. Okay? The, I'm busy working, by the way, in the book of Judges. And, and every time there was a, a, a children of Israel sinned, went to idol worship, whatever, judgment came and they got heavily persecuted. Then a judge was raised, be it Samson, be it Jephthah, Ruth, okay? They restored stability, they restored the integrity, 
They threw the idols away, went back to the, the Lord God then, not Jesus, because this is Old Testament, and God blessed them. Right. So, so now, as, as you know, and I know, Jess, that the Old Testament and the New Testament are so relevant today because, you know, the, the one is revealed in the new and the other was hidden in the old. You know that, that old story, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, so now we look at, let's look at the, 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 the ballpark picture here. Okay. What is happening, I believe, in the world and what Isaiah is talking about is that generally just keep the peace. Yeah. <laughs> let every, you know, let every, I'll just, just keep peace because my family is always in turmoil. My, my, my ministry, because they're always saying that you're too much of a watchman. I'm just using that as an example. And I am a watchman. You know that, Jess. And I warn people. I don't judge anybody, but I, I warn people. We've got to speak up. We've got to call it out as it is. Um, I'm not going to touch on a lot of sensitive subjects. I'm not here to judge anybody. But when you see, I'll take the church first of all, because you know, Jess, we are called to judge the church. The Bible says so. We're not called to judge the world because God is going to judge the world. Okay. But we, as believers, me as a leader, is specifically called to judge the church. In other words, I'm not going to come and start throwing stones at somebody's church, but my own ministry, I will call people to account. What did Paul say when they had that issue? That one chap, I think, was sleeping with his mother-in-law or something, and it was an abomination. It was sin. So Paul called him in with one witness, then called him in with two witnesses. The guy wouldn't change. They said, leave. All right, leave the church. And Paul did state, I'm paraphrasing, by the way, Paul did state later on, if that man, when that man repents, if he repents, well, you welcome him back as a brother because, Jess, you're a sinner. I'm a sinner. You make mistakes. I make mistakes. Right? We repent and come back into the body of Christ. But when you have a church or an organization, big churches, popular churches, old churches, okay, that are preaching and doing things contrary to the word of God is a problem. Now, now, so, so now, um, Pastor Bucken, you're saying contrary to the word of God. What I'm saying is, don't call something good when it's wicked. Mm. Don't, don't say something's okay when it's not in the Bible. In fact, it's directly in opposition to what the word of God says. Now, now, you've got people going to church. And they're listening to pastor, reverend, priest. Uh, what else? We've got rabbis. Yeah, let's go down the whole line. Okay. I'm not going to go into the, the Muslim uh, religion because, because they're not believers. Okay. We, the, main, the names I've mentioned, like barring also the rabbi, he believes in the same God the God of, of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, but he's not born again. He's not a believer yet. Okay? Now, I mean that. He's not a believer in what? In Jesus Christ. Not all. We have Messianic Jews. Wonderful. Mm. Right. So you have a Messianic Jew that's preaching. I'm just saying. Messi Messi a, a, a Christian-born Scotsman. So I'm not picking on the Jew now. Okay? I'm Scottish, so I can talk for my people. In fact, I shouldn't. I'm actually a, a Rhodesian. 
that if I'm ministering something that's contrary to the word of God, I'm in trouble with God, first of all, me. Because he's going to say to me when I come before him, well, what, did you, what were you telling my people? It's not in the Bible. And what is in the Bible, you're preaching against it. Now, now all of a sudden, you know, God's going to say to us, well, oh, hang on a second, yeah, Fergus. I can talk for myself. Jess, Jess by the way, as everybody knows, is, is a full member of our ministry. Not only does she do our media, she, she's a, a church member, a ministry member. And if she messes up, believe me, I'll be knocking at her door and she'll expect me to. to. <laughs> If we do not take God's word, the Bible as our standard, soon all moral choices will appear fuzzy. Mm. Without God, we're headed for a breakdown and much suffering. Okay. Now, we can just, do you want to... You can mention something if you like just now. As I'm not going to go down the list mm. of, of sinful things because, my goodness gracious, there is so much going on in the world. Why is there a breakdown in families? Why, why is there a breakdown in marriages? Yeah. Um, why, why do we have so much violence in the world today? Wars and rumors of wars. Um, was it so important for a leading member of the administration in power in America at the moment to really go to Taiwan? When that particular person, that administration person was told, rather leave it and come another time, mm. because there's big problems between China, the giant, and little Taiwan, no, no, but no, no, I'm coming. I'm going to stir the pot. Well, you stirred the pot, all right. But what's happened is that person's left Taiwan and Taiwan's sitting with a mess. Now, that's just an example of current up-to-date trouble. Why couldn't Russia and Ukraine sit around a table? And, and No, because somebody wanted a war. Mm. You know, Matthew 24, there will be rumors of wars and wars. But if we come down more um, to, to, to ground level, and we see often how a lot of men of God live their lives, what they preach, it's, it's very difficult. Bear in mind, brothers and sisters, I'm not perfect by any manner of means. But I am a godly man. The vettles, I'll tell you to your face. I'm a sinner. Saved by grace, but I'm a godly man. I have a lot of people, we've got a thing called the hour of power. And I have, I don't know how many meetings in a week. Because people come on and ask questions, Jess, and ask for counsel or whatever. And I go to the word of God and I speak and I speak from experience and, and, and the word of God. But if my life what I preach is not biblical. How on earth can I counsel anybody? How can I possibly say, uh, you know, it's, it's very clear in the book of Timothy. Okay, Jess, you, you'll probably know this. As a leader, I don't drink alcohol. Now, I used to drink a beer. I love beer. I used to drink a glass of red wine with a lovely steak. Okay? When I became in leadership, that had to stop. 
because mm. the Bible says so. Oh, no, hang on now. Are, are you one of these guys that's under the law? I'm not under the law, Jess, because the New Test- Old Testament's not under the law, is it? It's not under the law. It's under grace, isn't it? Yeah. But why does Timothy, in the book of Timothy, why does Paul say that? A deacon and an elder can have a glass of wine. Not a bottle of wine or a crate of wine. He's talking, <laughs> he's talking about a wine. Okay. I sit around. I've got very dear friends that we have a barbecue in, in our country where Jess is living. We have a bright place and they have a glass of wine or an ice cold beer. It doesn't offend me. I'll drink Coca Cola because I'm, I'm not allowed. To. Now, even if I walk out of leadership, now I could come back and say, oh, well, now, Jess, I'm going to have a big red glass of wine with my lovely steak with you. I don't think I will drink again because I don't need it. Okay, you know what I mean? I'm not against it. I'm really not against the person having a glass of wine. I'm using that as an example. Yeah. Why, why, does, why does Paul say for anybody to, to be on the board of a, of a ministry or board of a church, he must be a man of one wife? Ooh, I'm not, I'm not going to go there because I know that's going to open up a whole can of worms. <laughs> Maybe it's going to be Right? So everybody that's on my board, whether it's here now in London or used to be in South Africa, had one wife. And I mean one wife. Okay? That's what I stick by. And in our own way, we have integrity and we have respect in this ministry. People don't always like us, by the way, listeners. But you know what? Jess will verify this. We have a habit of people when they need counsel, they come knocking at whose door? Mm-hmm. Our door, don't they? It's true. Yeah, because they'll get the truth. Okay? And I think it's time. I was speaking to my wife uh, earlier this week, and we were talking about the prophets, Isaiah, Amos, Joel, Jeremiah. Oh, we can go on. We called out people. Elijah, I mean, that Elijah, I mean, he really sorted out Jezebel, didn't he? <laughs> and Ahab. So, so, you know, men that came and, and spoke to the kings and queens of their day, Jezebel, Ahab, Nathan came to David, and so on, right? My wife, her name is Joanne, she said to me this week, where are those men today? Where are those men that will come out and have the, the, the courage, is the right word, to call it out? You know, it's, it's one thing, if you're speaking to a, a, a total atheist and he doesn't believe a word of the Bible, well, then you're wasting your time, Jess, anyway, aren't you? But if you're talking to a Christian living in sin and biblically you come and call him or her out, well, it's on her afterwards. Yeah. Okay, and please don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm not a guy like uh, I, I don't do witch hunts. I don't, I'm not running around looking to. Uh, it's just that I, I'm just so fearful for people and their salvation because you can lose your salvation. We spoke about that three, four weeks ago. Woe to those who call evil good and good evil. And I mean it. And I start with the churches. Then I go down to married couples. Then I go down to youngsters like you, Jess whoever you're courting or not courting or whatever you're doing, okay? And then I go down to children who are disrespectful to their mother and father or to their elders, Mm. okay? Because God doesn't like that. It's not biblical. It's not scriptural. 
So, brothers and sisters, as I start to close this, this particular message, all right, there's, there's seven other words. Um, uh, here's another one. I'll just go to verse 21. I won't go any further than that, but if this one says, I haven't even studied it for you guys. I've studied it. Woe to those who are wise in their own eyes and prudent in their own sight. Let's talk about pride, Jess. Mm. So, so you might get some clever lawyer. I've got friends that are lawyers, so don't worry. Or doctors. They're so full of pride, they know everything, but they don't know the word of God. So they, they're telling us to do things that they think is right, yeah. not biblically. That's what I'm trying to. That's what I'm trying to get across here. Okay, if if what's happening in the the this century we're living in right now, Jess, is working, well then I'll shut up. I won't say a word. But tell me a country that's not in chaos. Why? Because we've stepped away from the Word of God. Woe, woe to those countries. So, brothers and sisters. Get back to the word of God. If you've messed up, well, who hasn't? Get on your knees. Repent. Get up. Dust yourself off and don't do it again. And move on. Amen. All right. So I'll leave it at that for you. So brothers and sisters, uh, we're living in dangerous, perilous times. Wherever you're living, wherever you're living, be on the right side of God. It's so, so important. So let us pray. Father, thank you for tonight. Thank you, Lord. It wasn't an easy message to bring, but Lord, it's, it's, it's the truth. And Father God, help us walk in the straight line and, and walk according to your commandments and your callings. In Jesus' name, we ask this. Amen. 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 Well, thank you so much, Pastor Fergus, for sharing that with us. And thank you to everyone who tuned in and listened. As always, if any of you have any questions or prayer requests, please send them in to our email, which is mmi.londonprayer at gmail.com. And Pastor Fergus would love to hear them and get back to you. So we'll see you all next week. And don't forget to tune in and join us every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Until then, God bless. God bless. Thank you. Bye.